It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Girls Pod channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I wonder what the sound's going to be like today because we've got a fan on, we've got windows open, seasons have changed. I wonder if you guys can notice it because it's different. It's a different feel in here today. It feels breezy. Yes. That's for sure. And you know that I, I love a, a frother fan. Well, you get into my car and it'll be like the middle of you know, winter and I'll need some kind of airflow or I get anxious. Airflow is a requirement for today. Airflow isn't a requirement for 12 degree days. I just get stuffy in the car and I get really like overheated and I feel weird. Mm. And you're often like, you don't need, I'm actually freezing. And not only am I freezing, I constantly have a cough that I've been told is grief. So that's interesting. (laughs) But it's a grief cough and it's back. Um, But I have this cough and it is triggered by tickly like feeling. So if there's too much air, I'm screwed. Okay, so I grew up with, I mean, it's not great for energy conscious people, but like my mum would be like heater, doona, fan. Oh, middle of winter she's one of those cats yeah. i'm not like that but in the middle of summer i'm like put that fan on stat please i need the airflow yeah and fans is nothing compared to ac oh no people are like ac is intense they're leaving ac on for their birds nah you wake up and you just dry mm. who needs that i don't mind i don't mind or i gotta say i don't mind that in the really hot days anyway we aren't a uh, podcast about Season changes. (laughs) No, I mean, which is quite surprising if you've just stumbled across us Mm. and you might be getting an idea that this is the shit that we talk about every ep. No. Well, then again, we do talk about a lot of random stuff. A pod channel is uh, essentially a channel where we drop different shows on this very channel covering the complexities of us and women. It's not one box. It's not one option. And um, and that is certainly who we are. Today we are talking about the uh, pop culture. So it's the 411 episode you've landed on. Yeah, not just pop culture but the pop culture stories that are interesting to us. Yes. Now, before we get to what we want to talk about today, there'll be two things that we will cover. Um, we have a live tour that is that is coming up in December. We will be going to Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane and Sydney. Mm-hmm. And we would like to see you. Tickets are on sale. They are selling um, quickly. It is interesting because we have definitely amped up our capacities Mm -hmm. for different theatres so it's kind of nice to have that flexibility for you to be able to get your tickets and and get your Christmas plans organised but I will say I think it will sell out over the next few weeks. Yeah I agree I think it's that kind of a um, a thing where 
you go, oh, I'll just get them later. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we're not a Gang of Youth concert. It's going to, you know what I mean? Like in seven seconds there's, you know, thousands of people lining. Although there were people that moments <laughs> after they went on sale got their tickets. Yes. But you kind of think, oh, I'll do that at a later date. Yes. You might actually not be able to. Yeah. So come along, bring your mates. We'd really appreciate if you could um, organise a, a group of people. We are going to announce our guests next week. The lineup is Big. insane. Big. I've got to say... We're both probably a bit surprised by it. Uh, we forget that people want to play with us. We spent many years begging people to play with us, and now we're in an opportunity where we send a note and everybody's <laughs> Yeah, like I would be obsessed with that. When is it? Let me come. And we're like, oh, great. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, what? <laughs> but seriously, it is, um, is going to be a really, really fun night. So bring along your posse, um, tag him in a post, hop to it, you know, extra points for being that person that does the organising and puts it on their credit card. That's right. Um, and get that money back. Yeah, make sure you do. Get that money back. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, guest announcement will go up hopefully as of Monday. That will be the twelfth uh, of November. So fingers crossed, we have everything sorted by that point, and you will know exactly who will be joining us in those cities. Biggies. Um, now this episode, as you say, pop culture, a topic each. I want to talk about. I need to almost do like a bit of a recorrect from the four one one recently, which was the Spice Girls are never doing a reunion tour because guess what's happened this morning. Well, the Spice Girls are doing a reunion tour. That's right. We'll put that episode in show notes if you want to go back and hear that first. But there was a big conversation, not just about whether they'll go on tour, but whether I would go if they did. Yeah, and you which said... Which is now interesting. Well, you said no. I said... So don't even think about saying that you're going to go now. I said, <laughs> I don't think it. I, I don't think they're going to offer anything amazing. And that it wouldn't be that great, but I probably would cave. That's what I said in the end. You Whereas can listen back to that. I was audio. like full blown nostalgia. I'm there. But yeah, I, there's a f- still a few. It's a, let's talk. Well, it'd be interesting to talk ticket price. Yeah, sweet. Um, that's going to be a factor. What do you want to discuss? Today? I want to talk about the races. Melbourne Cup. Uh, we record this today. So it is piercing down rain in Melbourne. Good on you, Melbourne. I want to talk about my, um, my real blatant. I suppose, um, I guess, no gambling policy. I'm not a fan of gambling. I have really experienced the yucky side of that in many different ways in my life. Yet we will be heading off to Oaks Day. And I want to talk about how I'm, I'm finding that, that contradiction at the moment and how, how far do you push a passion and something you stand for? You know, like what kind of level yeah, okay. do you go to before it starts to become a bit of a contradiction? Yeah, okay. Um, can we talk about Spice Girls first? Of course. Because it's just deets. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so. so. Let's give us the tour dates to start. So Spice Girls. Oh, and the big, the big, big, big factor, which is Spice Girls minus one. Oh, yeah. Victoria Beckham, posh, is not getting on board. Mm. Now, if you listen back and as Stay said, we'll check the link in show notes to the 411 episode. That would have been last week now or two weeks ago, whereby we were like, oh, the Spice Girls are never getting back together because posh has released a statement saying that, you know, she would never tour again. And you know what? There are... I, think I, underst- it was, I, th- I think it was in an interview. I understood it. I know she's getting the publicist to write. Oh. <laughs> I understood it a little bit more when she explained it, where she said, I had a brilliant time, stunning moments in my career, and I've seen Elton John perform, and, you know, 35 years on, he's still loving and is passionate about those, performing those songs for people than he was when he released them. I don't feel that same way anymore. The, the Olympics was the last time that 
all five Spice Girls got together to I perform think, and she said that would be the last time. And I think if they didn't do the Olympics, she would be on board. I feel like she had that realisation that she saw her daughter Harper see her and that was the absolute last bit she needed, that Harper was old enough to see her mummy as a pop star. Well, she did say that. She said it yeah. was really cool to, for my kids to see me do the posh Spice. Yeah. As if it's like yeah. some kind of act, but it well, kind of is. it is. Yeah. And so I think if they hadn't have done the Olympics, I have a feeling she would have done it because there may have been an achy kind of shit. I, there's still something to integrate left those. There. It is but weird I think, to think the London Olympics. I think she felt very much like me. This is done. What do you mean, like you? <laughs> like she's like you. Like this is over. Yeah, well, this is cool, but why? <laughs> do you remember when they were getting around on those big movable stand things and those huge flights of stairs? And I just remember they were like. Well, they were at the Olympics. They were on buses. I just. No, but I just remember there was these massive fuck-off staircases. In the show or in the, the Olympics? Nah, in the Olympic Mate, show. they were buses. Really? You and Jack buses. <laughs> I thought they were just big like staircases on wheels. The most poignant part of the whole show was incredible. <laughs> they all came in on massive oh, big double-decker buses. Okay, well, now that explains it. I just thought it was a big staircase. You can't think a bus is a staircase. You can't point at that bus and say, is that a staircase? Well, darling, my, no, I'm not pointing at buses thinking they're staircase. It was, my memory's blurry. It was quite some time ago. But the it was way you said, oh, ago. I thought that was like when you looked at it, you were like, I'm confused. Is that a staircase or a bus? It's like, well, I'm pretty often, sure it's a bus. Well, I don't often get on public transport, so forgive me for the bloody mix-up, you know? No, but you, you said date, so um, tickets are going to go on sale Saturday, 10.30. Um, at what? This Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, June 1, Manchester, Etihad Stadium, June 3. Uh, Coventry, Thursday, Sunderland, uh, the Stadium of Light. No, what's the so point of? Re- I mean, we shout out to the UK listeners, but yeah, where the Ast- we don't give a shit about those. Where's the Australian dates? Oh, there are none. What? Oh well, there's none. It's just the UK only. <laughs> what? Are you joking? No, there's oh only six. My God. No, no, no. There's only there's six shows scheduled, but they're all in the UK. So you're not wrong. You are right when you said they're not coming. They're not coming. <laughs> what are you? Hang People on, on, lose on. their shit. There's an announcement, and it's like, oh my God, will we go? Well, sorry, Dal, it's not an option. You live in Australia. Well, it is an option. A, have you heard of a plane? And B, this is just the beginning. This is what they do. This is what acts do. They test the waters. They see how much response there is. And then they go, now we're going to announce a world Yeah, tour. if they're Vance Joy and moving on up. Like, these cats have stood on staircase buses. Like, it's like, no, it's time to just stay at home because we've got 7 million kids between us. Do you know the most unreal part about this? Like, if you are – I've – I feel like Victoria Beckham cops So it. why are we even talking about what it? What do you mean? Because the Spice Girls are still getting back together for a reunion tour. Sounds well, bosh. But also you? it's still yeah. happening. And just because they're not coming to Australia doesn't mean it's not happening. I do you know. know what I mean? Like, shit, let's get a bit international about us. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at Posh's statement because I found that really interesting. Have you oh, well, read she, it? Well, she tweeted. She's got, yeah, and she put this up on her Instagram of 23.3 million followers and she says... Today marks a special day for the girls as they announce their first tour date since we performed together in 2012, exclamation mark. So hang on, let's just, that must have been the London Olympics, which was yeah. five years ago. I won't be joining my girls on stage again, but being in the Spice Girls was a hugely important part of my life and I wish them so much love as they go back on tour next year. I know they will put on an amazing show and, fan, and the fantastic fans past and present. 
I mean, I don't know who's a present, like, new fan of Spice Girls, to be honest. Well, so, oh, yeah. Are it's a tough sell. going to have a wonderful time. Quite 90s. <laughs> Kiss, VB, hashtag Spice Girls, hashtag Friendship Never Ends. Oh, Viva Las... What is it? Yeah, Viva... Viva Forever. Forever. The right. one where they were fairies in the film clip. Do you, you know, let's play... The, let's just play a quick game of who's liked it. Midwife Kath, the parlour room, which is where I get now wax because I wax again. Ooh, oh my god, yeah. Mark Fennell from <laughs> Mark Fennell, that movie guy from Triple J back in the day. But also, who, SBS, yeah, lots of other things. He yes. hosts the feed and he's quite a more serious cat. So he is liking Victoria Beckham's posts. Lindy Klim, who now is called Lindy Rama Alice, oh, but, yeah. but just spewing because she can't change her handle name. That's annoying. Well, yeah. And um, David Beckham supporting his wife. Oh, well, thank God. Amongst many others, Sylvia Jeffries. <laughs> a lot she of was people frothing on it this morning have, when was I was. Was she? When I, yeah, and Carl was giving her so much shit. He's like, I could, I would rather, what did he say? I would rather walk my shin into a toe ball. A thousand times than go and see the Spice Girls. And this is the thing. She was like, well, don't go see them then. No one's forcing you to. But anyway, how's this for Victoria Beckham News? She's not going yet. It's estimated that she could make as much as three million pounds. That's 5.4 million Australian dollars without even having to set a foot on stage. Well, you know what she's read? The five-hour work week or whatever that is. <laughs> the five-minute work yeah, week. Yeah, All yeah. she's done is a bloody single Insta post <laughs> she, and she's made five and a half mil. Yeah, and fair enough too. I feel like she's smarter. Well, she's got four children that she loves very much and she's very busy posting about them on Instagram in amongst lots of other things. Well, she's oh, a, yeah, her fashion label. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I get it. Now, let me say this. I feel like there's always one person. Say there's – let's just work on we've got like almost our own research group, right? So you've got five chicks – there's always going to be one that's going to stand true in what they want to do and then the other four are going to have FOMO and not have the guts. One of those other four, whether it's Baby, Mal C, Mal B or Jerry, probably doesn't really want to do it but can't kind of miss out. Because mm, they've got FOMO? I think so. And also I just think I think people don't like being different. I reckon the ringleader's Mel C, just pulling Mel it together. Mel B for sure. Oh, no, Mel B. Sorry, Scary yeah. Spice. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, whether we just have this more, I don't know, intense affiliation with her because, as well, Aussies tell, because she was on top. I don't know. No, I'll Do tell you, you why. I've done a million Google holes on these guys. She's the controlling one and she, um, she's the one that had a fight with Jerry when she left. She kind of was, I suppose, the the most loudest of the vision and loudest of what she wanted. Look, I think the good thing about the fact that this announcement has come out is um, now that the Spice Girls have an Instagram account. Because it's only a newly created Instagram that now has 80.3 thousand followers but in how the space many of posts? seven seconds. Um, oh, there's not that many. How many roughly? But there, Oh, there's actually a lot. They've done lots of throwback posts, but they are quite newly created social pages. It's not even coming up in my first search. Did Spice you see? Spice Girls Net. Spi- Wait, hang on. Are yeah, you sure it's official? It's Spice Girls Net. No, mate, that's not official. Spice Girls underscore official. Oh, yeah, we got 148,000 followers. Oh, hang on. No, that's not official either. Yeah, it is. It's got the blue tick. They've got 12 posts. Uh, 140. Okay, yeah. 12 posts. There you go. Now, did you see? Can I just let everybody you see know the, what? what the actual handle is, if you yeah. are looking? It's just Spice Girls. At Spice Girls. Now, did you watch the announcement? Did I'm, you announce the, I uh, watched the announcement video I'm that following. all four of them did? It was really funny. 
It was quite good. Really good. They were also they were all pretending to be like news reporters, kind of like to do this like special announcement. And you know how Jerry was always wearing the, the bright blue sparkle sequin, you know, Union Jack dress. Yes. They were all like Jerry. We said we we're going to wear black blazers oh or whatever. Um, yeah, obviously they didn't sound like that. Yeah. That was a Cockney accent. Come on, Jerry. I don't. I, well, I come don't, on, Jerry. I, you said you're going to be wearing your black blazer. No. Okay. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's the chimney sweep. I'm I'd, getting mixed up. I'd let it go. I'd let it go. Um, we need to post this on our Instagram. What do you mean? There is a photo of Adele as a little girl with posters of Spice Girls. That's so at the bloody back. good. Okay, so how cute was Emma Bunton? Look at her. She's so. What do you mean? She still is. She but, still looks like that, and now she's, she's got pink hair. She's so adorable. She actually was Baby Spice, oh my so God. aptly named. Oh, you know what I mean? So cute. But I think everybody is very excited about. It. Can, also, they were kind of like hashtag girl power before hashtag girl power was all that cool. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's important just to note. As you can see in their bio and Insta, hashtag girl power. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like they were one of the first, and I'm not saying they started the bloody movement of feminism, but in terms of real cool pop culture, I don't know, like for my for my childhood anyway, mm-hmm. that was my first introduction to girls together are cool and we work together and we're a team and it's cool to have more than one chick and they would sing songs about that and kick the air and be like girl power. They did kick the air Like a I lot. never, like... I can't think of any other kind of pop culture, and I'm not saying they were the first women, even in pop music or songs or anything like that, but that was my first introduction to that being a cool thing mm-hmm. of lyrics that I knew as like a little girl, mm. which I think is cool. Because you were born in 1990. Yeah, it's true. So I was a 90s gal. Yeah. All right, I've had enough of talking about them. Now. All right, let's they're not move even on. coming to Australia. So it's no. like all this, like, will you go, will you not? Like, it doesn't matter. Just jump on WebJet though. I'm sure there's cheap flights. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
think the races offer such a great thing for Melbourne. Don't get me wrong. It was a real um, time of year growing up in Melbourne. I actually lived in that area of Flemington, Mm. that area. So I lived in Kensington for a long time. I grew up up in Essendon. Um, And what's it like living in that area around Spring Carnival? It's the best. Mm. I like like city action. I like – I live in a beach suburb, but it's busy. And I live right in the heart of it too. I'm not a person – I like to be able to dip my toe in when I want and not have to do much. It's no, really nice to have energy around you where you don't have to make a plan to go to it. Oh, God, I was so the opposite growing up in the Burbs. It was an hour and a half train ride to get into the city. Mm. So it was never um, – we were never surrounded by that kind of energy. And I think mm. maybe that's why I like – I like it so much now mm. where we live constantly. Like being in walking distance, you'd be able to just go to a bar. That was mm. never a thing growing up for me. Yeah, so I think that then the whole town, or I guess the whole lot of suburbs really wakes up. Mm-hmm. And also in Melbourne, you have such long <laughs> winters that when it gets to spring carnival time, it's just this beautiful reminder of some form of light and sunshine. Unlike today, Melbourne Cup Day, which we record this, this will drop, I don't know, in the next couple of days. It's certainly, it's just pissing down. It's awful. Well, so, what about last year too? It was 15 degrees. Oh, disgusting. So you know what I mean? Like it's been... And we were in Sydney emceeing an event and it was very sunny and lovely. Yeah, pissing down with Yeah, rain. it was foul. Um, so it is interesting because I have had a really funny relationship, I would say probably negative relationship with the gambling industry and what it does to people um, that are that are not so great with with being able to gamble as a bit of a hobby, mm-hmm. I don't know personally many people that are right into gambling that are able to turn it on or off. I do find that most people that do it on the reg would have some form of reliance. Absolutely, I think that's a massive. Um Anomaly. I don't, I'm the same. Mm. Think I just of the think people that do- put a punt on that might not be just Melbourne Cup Day. Any day other than Melbourne yeah, Cup yeah, Day, yeah. I think mostly they're putting a punt on maybe now also um, sports. Like there's so many different ways people put a punt on the Bachelor winner. Like it's insane. And so accessible these days too with your phone. Like you don't even have to physically really go anywhere to be able to do that. It's quite disgusting. And horse racing in particular I think is a real the real foundation of that um, environment and, and that I guess part of our community, especially in Australia. It's not actually that big anywhere. Horse but, racing. Yeah, no, like in the States, yeah, you've got people that are at the track and it's very um, – there's particular parts of America that do it but it's mm. really not – as big of a majority um, of people that are interested like as here. And even moving to England um, and living there for a while and they have the Royal Ascot and, and, you know, they celebrate days like the Spring Carnival, like Melbourne Cup, it's still not that popular. Like I just people feel like... kind of move on. And a lot of people that go there are often Australians that are living over there that have kind You're of right. been brought up to think that horse racing, well, horse racing is um, – just a way of life here. I just feel like anything where there is some kind of celebratory booze, have a big day slash night element around Aussies jump right on board. Mm. Like you see that, you know, we've spoken about this on um, on the radio show I think in the past around like this real intensity around um, occasions that we – 
don't think twice about drinking or getting blind at as being socially acceptable. I'm not saying us as individuals. I mean, or you listening, but I just mean like Aussies. Like Australia Day, it's this big thing. Well, you know what it is. You know what the trend is. Christmas, we all get you know first birthdays. They're far out. Well, the commonality is often events where you're allowed to drink before midday that's socially acceptable for you to drink in the morning Mm. and it's interesting because in new york people have sunday brunches and you know it's it's other people do drink in the mornings around the world but there's this excess that follows with these types of events that you just listed and particularly with the races but on a side note or like to kind of counter counteract all of that I have always loved going to the races. I know you're a big – I think there are races people and you're one of those. Well, I grew up in the area. Mm. I grew up with it being very much in my family as people having punts and later on in life I realised that wasn't such a good thing. And so I have become very against, I suppose, that idea around um, – gambling as a whole and as a community i'm quite protective of that which is something that you really stand for when we were doing the radio show and you'd be paid to do you know things called live reads which is essentially like we do them on this podcast channel every now and then a chat between us being like hey go buy this product or hey this special's on go check it out and you'd get paid each one to do and um anytime that there would be ones that would come through for gambling or other you know particular things but gambling in particular you were like i'm I refuse. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And look, I think that's something different to, you know, like it's it's an endorsement. So, you know, I'm saying, hey, go and do XXX, go to Kino, do this, blah, blah, blah. Whereas I think Spring Carnival offers an element of an event to attend to. Um, a lot of the time I'll go and not even put a bet on. But, yeah, it does sit a little bit contradictory with me. I love the day. I am a Melbourne girl. I used to work in PR. I have f- found that it's a time of year where you really get to catch up with mm. a lot of people as well. You get to dress up, which I absolutely love. It's all colour and, and kind of you get to experiment with an outfit. It Often we are, well, I have been very lucky across my lifetime where I just, well, now it got to a point where I, if I wasn't going to the birdcage, I wouldn't go at all because mm. there is a very different. <laughs> Thank you very much. But there's a different environment out in the public. You know, like I go to be a snob essentially and eat really nice food, see the different chefs that have done things, see, you know, even friends that have styled out these beautiful marquees. And quite often I don't see a horse. So it is, I guess it is a little bit disconnected to what it actually represents, but it is also putting your head in the sand a little bit. Mm. Um, but it's a ma- but then on the flip side of that, it's a massive celebration of, you know, pe- like food and culture and, and community in Melbourne that I, I really love and, and this form of kind of um, creative fashion expression, which I feel like we don't have a lot in this country. Everybody seems a bit beige, whereas Spring Carnival, everybody gets a little bit flirty and a bit more... Um, adventurous with their outfits. So but, there's so many things. Okay, so then how do you how do you kind of negotiate where you stand then as somebody that, yes, there are all of these other elements that, that come along with Spring Racing Carnival, just as you mentioned. Mm. You know, the fashion, the food, the, you know, the celebs, the kind of conversation, the marquees, the art, all the culture, all that kind of stuff. But essentially at the core of it, it is a horse race that – lots of people put a lot of money on and a lot of people lose a lot of money on yeah so how do you kind of negotiate where you stand there I think I've been hurt by um the reality of what 
gambling and I've mentioned this on the show actually just last week on addiction and all different types of those diseases I've been directly affected by that so I suppose in my head there is also um, something that says to me how much more do you have to then not suffer but like how much more do you have to sacrifice because there's something there's there's things that go on with other people not all the things in my life I can control and if I was to stop doing everything that I suppose affected other people which then in turn affected me Mm. I would almost not be able to leave Mm. the fucking house Mm. and so it is it it's a fine line it's not something where anymore I used to go I used to go almost every day do you reckon it's like derby day cup day steaks day but is that has that social has that conscious become stronger as you've gotten older like were you thinking about this when you were you know 19 going to the birdcage fuck no yeah I didn't even realize gambling was a problem then you know so I definitely have learnt about it but I just think that there is a line as well where you go man if we get too serious with everything, then there's a, a time where you actually don't get to enjoy yourself. Mm. But is that a cop-out? Maybe. And am I willing to cop-out on this because I want to have a nice day out with you and, and go and catch up with some friends and, and drink some nice champagne? Maybe. So so shoot me. Do you want to know how much Aussies No. On? No. Nah? I don't think I do. Go on then. Okay, so it is the race that stops the nation. And uh, do you feel like – I feel like it's growing too throughout the country. Like well, no, in I Sydney, think it's I always like... the same, but we just didn't see it from interstate perspective. No, but even people that I know that have lived in Sydney their whole lives, like Melbourne Cup is more of a thing now than it used to be. Really? Well, yeah, with like an unofficial half day. Like all of my mates that work in Sydney, all of them have pub- like half day yeah, public holidays. I think that's not that new. I think um, I like worked in Cairns years and years and years ago. They had such a big thing about it. Everybody, you know, took the same half a day off, had events and different things. I think I've always found it quite weird, though, that you go to events and dress up and you're not at the track. But, I mean, if you're at the track, you're not even really looking at the horses anyway. Good, you point. Know? Good point. So Aussies wagered $657 million over the course of the four-day Melbourne Cup carnival, but just the race of the Melbourne Cup. It, in itself was $350 million, which is enough money to... Is that crowd- what people have put bets yeah. on? Yeah. Which is enough money to crowdfund the annual wages of 5,385 registered nurses, <laughs> their entire annual wage. How many? How many nurses? 5,385. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's pretty full on. So anyway, I sit in a walking contradiction. I find the gambling part of this day and... I think the thing is, not just this day, but in our country. It's in our cult, yeah. It's yeah, very it's... ingrained. And you know what? Even if you come out the other side and you say, I'm going to go, I'm going to put on a you know, a $15 bet, even though there is this kind of history, I think that it is good to be conscious and thinking about these things because yeah. not a lot of people would even equate $650 bucks from the country being spent and lost on a race because it seems to be a harmless thing, but it's not always a harmless thing. It's absolutely not. And, and the targeting advertising that's done during sports season and the intensity of even Facebook games and things now it's very underlying like it's not just about these major events but yeah I am going to contradict a little bit here and, and sit in that complexity of yeah. of being able to have a little bet on Melbourne Cup and enjoy myself on Oaks Day but overall find myself incredibly perplexed and confronted by yeah. the way we approach gambling in this country. Yeah good. And guess what ladies and gentlemen you're allowed to 
be different things. Yeah. You know you what I mean? To like, solve it all. No. Oh, God, I'm such a tight ass with betting too. What do you mean? Oh, it just does not interest me whatsoever. Yeah, that's a good whatsoever. thing. Whatsoever. That's a good thing. Oh. I think it's – well, so it should. Like, save your cash. Seriously. Like, it's – hey, I might not get this cash back. Take it. Like, it's – what? I don't get it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Most of it is the adrenaline, the addiction, the the, the feed you get from it. That's what it's built from. Well, granted, I'm betting on the, the jockey with the nicest coloured jersey, so it's probably not a brilliant tactic. It's a bit of fun, I guess. I just think everything in moderation. But, mm. um, but yeah, we, we have a humongous issue in this country, and I don't know if it's necessarily the Spring Carnival Festival that are responsible to fix the entire problem. I think there's a massive problem. But I think it does need to be said when we go and celebrate this stuff that um, these things ought to be considered, as you Mm. said, Merce. If you like this episode, you can rate it, you can review it, send it to a pal. Or if you haven't subscribed to the channel already, do that. It'll take two seconds and it'll mean that any show we do right across the week, there's about four or five of them each week, all different types of conversations about different things with different people will just pop up in your phone. That's right. Thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all the info on our live show. As we've mentioned on the podcast before, it is not a live podcast, so you will not be able to hear it on this channel. It will be a live event only. And if you are a really big fan of what we do and want to support us from a monetary perspective so many of you support us in many different ways but if you do have a bit of extra cash and you want to become one of our vips we do run a private vip posse facebook group where it's just conversations in a community between all of our vip listeners Um, you can head to patreon.com forward slash the thinker girls and donate some money there or or join a membership love you bye guys thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all of the podcast shows all of the different articles featuring our guests and posse members and all the content that Christy and I bring on a weekly basis it is the place where everything is kept thethinkergirls.com.au this podcast is presented by the thinker girls Stacey June and Christy Mercer this podcast is produced by me Christy Mercer and edited by our podcast producer Jordan Lott 